Hello again, everyone. I'm Ed Berliner. Speaking of sports, the U.S. women's national soccer team has won for a second time at the World Cup, as expected. This time, a rather mundane 3-0 victory over Chile. And please, don't misunderstand. I do not casually use the word mundane to downplay their accomplishments, nor in any fashion denigrate that unblemished 2-0 record thus far in what is always a grueling tournament, a test to both athleticism and mental will. Now, I use the word mundane merely as a sarcastic and very sharp-edged tool meant to be wielded against those who seek to themselves denigrate and criticize what at the moment are the finest athletes competing for and representing America. Certainly after a 13-goal shutout of the overmatched team from Thailand, anything save a three-touchdown victory would have been tucked away in the category of just another expected win. Of course, this victory was not without controversy because, like it or not, this national team is the veritable lightning rod. And to their credit, the players involved are relishing their moments. Some might call it arrogance. I and many others would choose to call it confidence, both in their play and in their message. I applaud Carly Lloyd for her trolling of the critics with a golf clap celebration following a goal. The insatiable glee on her face and that of her teammates in sending a message to the clowns who took her and the entire team to task for their Thailand scoring and celebrations. A criticism that, without question, as I noted in an earlier commentary, was based on sexism, no doubt. And so many people being uncomfortable with American women doing a job these rubber noses believe perhaps better suited to a male team. Forgetting, of course, the American men's soccer team couldn't score 13 goals in a single game, even if it were virtual reality and the other team was suffering a code malfunction. The goal celebration outcry has to naturally be replaced by some other form of anger, as we here in America always tend to flinch into the pissed-off mode well before we do anything that might be construed as actually being happy or applauding the efforts of another. True to form, here we go. Megan Rapino knew exactly what she was doing when she knelt instead of stood for the national anthem. She knew the cameras were rolling, the pictures were being flashed across the globe in milliseconds, and she would be hammered for not being patriotic, hating America, hating the military and the veterans, hating truckers waving American flags, secretly sending messages to the Russians with body language that would no doubt seek to infiltrate American security and give the Ruskies a leg up at every level of sports. You understand. The level of reaction that used to be saved for the ill-informed, but is now part of the American mainstream perhaps saying something about the level of ill-informed in America at the moment, but I digress. Rapino knelt to show solidarity with the message started by former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick, the one-time star who couldn't find a gig anywhere in the game after being blackballed by owners, coaches, team executives, the league front office, and a good handful of media types who sought to be good little boys and girls on the bandwagon and keep their jobs at the anchor desks all because he had a message to spread and use the forum he was allowed to participate in. Let's not get off, though, on a tangent here about Kaepernick, for his story is well known. But one must certainly note his part at the nexus of what is still a burning American controversy. Rapino was expressing her right to expression. Though, to be fair, she is employed by the United States as a member of their national soccer team and therefore is subject to their whims and demands. People always get this freedom of speech thing wrong and use... Those words like razor-sharp knives when, in effect, it's so wrongly utilized that blade has been dulled with any real effectiveness. So when she knelt, the U.S. Soccer Federation went into a snit 
and issued an edict that everyone must stand for the national anthem. Look, kids, they didn't do this out of some altruistic national rah-rah moment. They did it to keep the sponsors happy and keep themselves from becoming embroiled in the latest round of American anthem anger. Smart business move, though certainly hard-handed. They have the right to do it as they are pulling the freight. But Rapino would not be completely denied, stating she would not put her hand over her heart, nor would she sing the anthem. Of course, the internet bottom fell out. The hate spewed mercilessly. And while not to the extent of Kaepernick, because this is, after all, women's soccer and not the holy macho grail of the NFL, it was as one might expect. Look at that pink hair. There has to be something wrong with her. She's just another entitled and spoiled jock that doesn't care what she's been handed. And the one that rose up with a vengeance on social media and was being hinted at by more than a few, of course, right-wing commentators, the bile that Rapino did it because she's gay and therefore hates America. Rapino takes her stand to protest the fact that here in America, those of alternative lifestyles are treated differently. They are daily shunned and stuffed into the dark recesses of discussion, despite their attempts to simply be part of daily life and live without fear of retribution or scorn. The current political administration has done its best to try turning the LGBTQ community into harlots and scourges at every turn. And unless you are actually there, and experience it firsthand, then you and I really have no right to say what she's doing is wrong, misguided, or could be done better. Rapino is staging a silent protest, which is indeed her right, and she is doing so on the biggest stage she's allowed to be part of. She also speaks for a number of people in America who wonder where this country is going, and what happened to the nation we keep promising ourselves is here, or will be here at any moment. A nation with respect for everyone, no matter their race, creed, color, religion, sexual preference, or political standing. That flag is supposed to stand for everyone in America. Rapino is merely stating the obvious. At the present time, there are those for which the flag remains a rather hollow symbol, and they wish with all their might and conviction, for the day it does indeed honestly, without reservation or pause, stand for everyone. A parting thought right after this. Shelter dogs aren't broken. They've simply experienced more life. If they were human, we would call them wise. They would be the ones with tales to tell and stories to write. The ones dealt a bad hand who responded with courage. Do not pity a shelter dog. Adopt one. Tommy Smith and John Carlos remain the standard bearers in standing for what you believe in at a sporting event. Their lives shattered, their careers ruined after the Black Power one-fist salute at the 1968 Summer Olympic Games in Mexico City. Yet decades later, we see where they were both correct in their actions. Their silence and peaceful protest is exactly what America needed at a turbulent time, and it still resonates to this day even while many seek to bury its message of needed change. Sport is indeed divisive, but it also has an amazing power to heal and bring us together. Passion and emotion can be useful tools, so long as we discard rampant fanaticism, which is often intertwined with anger. Megan Rapino is making a statement that is more important than scoring goals. It has the power to affect change, as it has us talking, in many cases screaming more than talking, but the possibility is there to actually have a discussion about what currently ails America. 
and we can do it while enjoying the backdrop of these powerful athletes and the manner with which they represent the best in America. Those who criticize Rapino and those like her, the brave seeking to use sport in a positive manner, often do so out of fear and cowardice, a fear to address difficult subjects, a cowardice to admit they could possibly be wrong. It's your right to be upset with their actions, but perhaps instead of insults marked by verbal tar and feathering that is often based on lifestyle, how about a conversation focused on the need for a game plan that would heal America's wounds, using the joy of sports as a starting point that could, that will, if done correctly, lead to a victory for everybody. I'm Ed Berliner, speaking of sports.